Blog Talk Radio. Review process that would happen every single year. 
you have to get renewed every year. Is that correct? Like to have your license yeah. to be open. Yeah, every year you have a yearly review based on your sales and and problems that you may have in a parking lot or inside or if you have too many phone calls for the police or this, that, and the other. Uh, we weren't under that kind of review, but we were just under a basic review, which we normally have every year. In December, I go to court uh, in front of the Board of uh, Liquor Control, and they ask me a bunch of questions. I answer those questions. They sign some papers. You walk out. You have your license. <clears throat> yeah, and I, was, I was confused even before all of that happened because I remember seeing you uh, talking about maybe selling Evolution, like even before that news report came out. So, I mean, were you looking to even sell sell the place before any of that even happened? Ironically, uh, yeah, we were actually sold. The bar was sold, and uh, when the 10TV thing aired, we actually lost the sale. Uh, and at that point in juncture, I made a choice just, you know, and you, you've been doing it day in and day out forever. You know, after a while, the depending on what your clientele is like and the way they act, uh, you either do or you don't, you know? Wow, uh, yeah, so that, that, that's something, again, like I didn't know, and people are just now hearing that for the first time, but Evolution was actually <laughs> sold before that news report even came out. And then, like you just said, you lost the sale because of that report. Correct. I'm actually in court. There are some things I can't technically talk about, but I am right. in court proceedings with 10 TV news and they are settling, but I can't discuss otherwise what it is and what it's not. Wow. So, uh, uh, a, a big rumor that, that's been making the rounds is about, um, uh, you know where I'm going with this. Uh, we're underage girls drinking at evolution because some people believe that that's actually why the place was closed. You know, you have a lot of problems. When you have anywhere between 200 to 300 people per night, per Friday and Saturday night in a building, is that going to happen? It's going to happen no matter where you're at, at any bar, at any place. Do I try my best to resolve those issues and take care of those issues? Most certainly. There by any means, I do not want somebody that's underage in my bar drinking. That's just bad news all the way around. Yeah, like where, 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 yeah, the underage girls were found drinking at Evo. Well, where were they not found drinking? <laughs> Anywhere I've exactly. ever gone. <laughs> but, um, well, people um, always ask me why I'm firing people all the time. Well, there's reasons for that. I fire people because they don't do their jobs correctly. And when they don't do their jobs correctly, that costs me money. And when money's not being made or money's having problems because of people not doing their jobs properly, letting people in underage, so forth and so on. Damn straight, I'm going to kick the. I'm going to fire people. There ain't no sense in that. None. Yeah, no, I've compared you before to the uh, Vince McMahon as far as a, a being a Columbus nightclub owner. But, um, what would, what would you like to say to the people that uh, left that uh, used to work for you or that were released of their jobs or retired that would now talk bad about you? Like, uh, is there anything you would want to say to people that? Because you know they're out there, and that the, well, yeah, they were cool with you, and they worked there, and they loved it. But now, would talk shit about you? People talk shit about everybody. I mean, that's just the way people are anymore. That's just life. You either got to deal with it or don't deal with it. I'm there to make money. Don't make a mistake where 
people are like, oh, you know, Jay's my friend, Jay's this, Jay's that. Well, Jay may be your friend, but when Jay hires you to do a job, Jay expects you to do that job. And if you can't do that job, I will find somebody else who will do that job. So, I mean, you actually uh, promoted somebody, uh, was a promoter of the year, uh, Mr. Justin Tinney. You know, and my response to you was, was, hey, you know, Justin Tinney, huh? You're like, yeah, you put on a great show. I was like, yeah, we do it every weekend. Me and Marshall and Evolution staff, we literally put it on every weekend. You know, everybody's like, oh, da-da-da-da. Man, we promoted the shit out of that place. There ain't nobody on the West Side that doesn't know what Evolution was. And that's an understatement because most people in Columbus, you go to West Side, South Side, North Side, East Side. Oh, yeah, Evolution out West. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's just something that's done right. You know, Justin's a great promoter. He just ain't manager material. And he got salty about that, told him that. And he thinks everybody said, oh, Jay talks shit about you. You know, when you're in a position of power, people are always going to say, oh, that guy talks shit about you. That's just bottom line. Justin, you're a great promoter. You didn't do very well as a manager. But a promoter-wise, you're pretty good. Promoter of the year, I wouldn't go that far. Well, I give him that, and I'll tell you that because of the Scullies and the Jelly Roll show. That, it, but I wasn't really thinking about, like you said, like about you and Marshall and Evolution, because everyone I know, like even being out of other places, they're like, "Well, fuck this, we're going to Evolution now." <laughs> you know, like you'll be somewhere, and people will be just like, "Ah, eh, fuck this place, we're going to Evolution." So there's just a kind of like a connection that I didn't make. Well, you gotta understand the first step of any, you know, a solid promotional team is having a good team. I did have a good team. You know, there was a lot of people who came in and out of Evolution, you know, past employees and stuff that didn't do their job. Either the way I wanted it done or the way they thought they wanted to do it their way. But as I always say in staff meetings and so forth and so on, this isn't a democracy. This isn't a democracy by any means. This is my bar, and you're going to do what I ask you to do properly. And if you can't do that, then we don't need to have you here. Now, you mix that in with drug abuse and all the other things that go on in bar life, and you you know, you know get blamed for everything. People got fired. My manager fired people, and I would still get blamed for this stuff. I didn't even know about it until the next day. So, you know, during staff, Jason Skies, they went up behind the bar, fired a bartender, didn't even know it until the end of the night, and she's on, you know, Facebook talking shit about me when I didn't have nothing to do with it. But that's just life. Uh, so things like that were happening too, where where you're you're getting the uh, the uh, shit uh, talked about you when it, you had nothing to do with the certain situations. Oh yeah, all the time, man. That's just part of life. Like I said, if you're a lot of managers manage a bar, a lot of owners don't manage a bar. Being an owner and manager is a completely different scenario. I I, I ruled with an iron fist because I didn't accept what people wanted to do. You know, if, if I wasn't there, more than likely, if you've ever been to another bar or another club, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Bartenders always drunk, you know, they are half naked, doing this, doing that. You name it, you've seen it, I'm sure. And I just didn't tolerate that stuff. I wanted, I opened Evolution up originally to be a nice, clean, straight up bar. But the surrounding area dictates what kind of bar you are and you already know what kind of bar I was. That's something I really wanted, but to make money, that's what you have to do sometimes. Yeah, I'll 
would you would you say that uh uh okay I'll, I'll word it like this well was uh was that uh was there was there were there any regrets or decisions you wish you didn't have to make or or wish you didn't make during your uh, now looking back at it like uh any any decisions you, that you that you regret making business wise be it be it as far as staff or 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 different choices that to where maybe now you're like well I have that kind of second thoughts about that. Yeah, decision wise, you really don't have time to make those kind of decisions, you know, on a spot kind of thing. Like you can't regret something. You have to be very quick, uh, very impulsive. Uh, Cassidy, Cassidy didn't show up to his show. Uh, Diverse put a show on for Cassidy with Cassidy. Yes, I was gonna bring this. Which... Oh, were you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I that, was that was that my... Well, Cassidy so didn't did show up. So when did you find out know. that he? When did you find out that he wasn't going to show up? Well, there's been a few things. With, you know, Diverse, he, uh, he's a very good hustler, you know what I'm saying? But he has very – he doesn't follow through. He might nowadays, but he didn't back then. He wasn't a very good follow-through guy. He had problems all the time with people he brings shows to. Uh, Cassidy, uh, Paul Wall, for example, you know, I knew Cassidy wasn't going to be there before Diverse knew Cassidy wasn't going to be there. And – they handled the crowd and the crowd that we had, I basically went over to Diverse and said, hey, look, man, I need the money you made at the door, and you need to give it to me now, and we're going to open this bar up. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, Cassidy ain't showing up. And he flipped out. He was gone for about 30, 40 minutes. He come back, and I said, hand me the door money. We're having an open bar. I'm not losing money because of your mistake. He's like, I didn't make no mistake. I didn't make no mistake. Well, no, dude, you flew him in to his hometown and had him a layover for an hour in his hometown. That, to me, is retarded. I mean, what do you think he's going to do? He's probably on the phone, hey, boy, what's going on, man? I'm in town for an hour. You know, come on. That's just retarded. And so, uh, yeah, he didn't show up, and we had an open bar for an hour, and everybody was happy because they got free alcohol for an hour, technically speaking, an open bar. But at the same time, you know, the verse didn't make no money, but I wasn't going to lose my money. As again, I, as I always try to tell people, I run a business. So if you're losing me money and not making me money, then it ain't gonna happen. Yeah, cause thinking about that, cause I was there that night, and then uh, you came over to like loud mic for everyone to hear, like, okay, the bar is open after you announced that Chastity uh, wasn't gonna be showing up. So uh, you know, people were happy, but uh, like uh, in my mind, thinking about it now, like, like what would I have done in your spot again? Like you talk about the decisions that have to be made, like the tough decisions in business. Like, uh, yeah, just tell everyone right at the door that Cassidy won't won't be there. Like, I'm not saying you knew before, or or like, I don't, I don't know. Before you made the announcement, how long? How long before did you actually know, or did you have to make that decision? Like, well, you know, this this might affect money tonight, or or it, were you faced with that dilemma? Because me, I'm thinking like, yeah, I wouldn't announce it. <laughs> I'm like, it's just, I don't want to tell people he's not coming because <laughs> that affect business. Well, I mean, you got to be honest with your customers, man. You can't just sit around and be like, oh, I'm going to lie to the customers. There are a lot of promoters that do that every day of the week, man. They'll lie to you every day, right to your face. Oh, yeah, he'll be here, this, that, and the other. And you know that, too. I mean, how many people on the West Side have gone through that? You know what I'm saying? That's not right. That's not how you treat a person. You know, you got to be honest with them. And, and if they wanted their money back, they would have got their money back. I would have made sure Diverse paid every one of them back. But 
a split decision, fast decision, a smart decision. That's that's what the game's about in all reality. That's why we were open for four years and very successful being open for four years. Yeah, so when, when shit like that happens, you guys kind of think on the fly and stuff, like because uh, you're not expecting it. But uh, but like uh, I know I know like a lot of places will put someone's face on a poster and be like, we're gonna have this guy knowing full and damn well that that act isn't even common. Correct. Yeah, very correct. Uh, and that's just sad that people, you know, they prey on people, innocent people at that. Uh, it shouldn't be like that. It should be some kind of recourse. I don't believe in that kind of promotion, nor do I believe in a lot of other things. But, you know, that's that's the difference between my bar and other people's bar. You know, everybody always cracked on my bar, but more likely you're safer at my bar than anywhere else. More likely you have more fun at my bar than anywhere else, you know, unless you're being stupid, which... People just can't get along no more and go out and have fun anymore. They have to have fights and and bullshit to, to make sure their night's all well. Yeah, so the uh, Cassidy was a big one, but like like have other like acts caused you problems and like 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 fucked up uh, business for you over the years. You know, gave you like gray hairs. Oh yeah, there has been a few, but uh, Cassidy is probably one of the top ones. Uh, there was a show. I'm not gonna remember what the was he uh, Busy Mark? No, the hell was his name? Dizzy Wright. There we go. The Dizzy Wright oh, show. Uh, man, that's that's the only shooting we ever had at Evolution. And by the way, I was the one doing the shooting. Uh, we had a bunch of people from out of town, and uh, at the end of the night, they started a big old fight. And I, I had called the cops 45 minutes prior to, and I told them, I said, "Look, man, you guys need to come clear out my parking lot because there's a bunch of underage kids in my parking lot." And they're just getting rowdy and drinking, smoking out in the parking lot. Oh, we'll be there, sir. No problem. Sorry about, you know, we'll get there as soon as possible. Sorry for the wait. Nobody ever came. Well, some guy was getting his ass handed to him pretty bad. Got thrown through a windshield of a van, a minivan, and I had enough. Like, I had I had enough. I walked outside. I told them all, hey, look, guys, you need guys need to go. And I turn around, and there's, like, 30 people staring at me. Like, just looking at me. And Jason Skies and uh, a few of my longtime bouncers and friends were there. <laughs> and um, the next thing I know, they're all come running at us. And I originally, uh, I kept it holstered for a minute until a guy yelled gun. And I did see a gun in the crowd. And I did literally pull out the gun and threaten everybody in the crowd. And said, you all need to fucking leave. Now, mind you, <laughs> our people on the inside were inside. They weren't outside. Nobody was trying to cause no problems on the inside. It was all outside. And uh, the guy come at me, and I said, I will shoot your fucking head off. You need to fucking leave. And he just looked at me and thought I was joking at him. And there was, He was with quite a few people himself, so it was a little posse going on. And uh, I fired two shots up in the air and pointed back down, and they all started running at me at that point. And I shot. And I told him, I said, I'll kill you. You need to stop. And they all stopped and left. They fled the scene. Uh, by the top time the cops got there, the situation already was over with. You know, I got reamed by the police pretty hardcore, went to court, spent three days in jail. Uh, you know, I dealt with all that shit. But I wasn't going to let somebody get die in my parking lot. That's just that's just retarded. People have to take it that far. You know, it's not, it wasn't one-on-one. It was like 20-on-one. It wasn't even right. So, you know, to me, that's I'm not going to let that kind of shit happen. And that's, that's part of the reason why a lot of people had a respect for me at evolution because they knew I wasn't going to deal with the shit. 
if somebody was going to do something, I would, I would, I'd put myself before somebody else and stop it. <clears throat> Damn. And when, when did that happen? Cause I'd, I'd never heard that, heard about that. That's funny. That's like one of the biggest things. Like everybody, oh, there was a shooting in Evolution. That's the only shooting we ever had at Evolution. On the other hand, uh, that happened about. That was the first year we were actually open as Evolution. Uh, okay. We did have people at uh, Boulevard across the street. Uh, no offense, Lily, but uh, some guy shooting a Mexican shooting a revolver over in the Evolution parking lot. Uh, he was over at the Boulevard drinking and came out and started shooting, and. Uh, you know, of course, we got the blame for that one. But, I mean, other than that, we never really had too many major parking lot issues with guns. Uh, throwdowns, on the other hand, is a completely different story. We had plenty of throwdowns in a parking lot. That would seem like to be like a every Friday and Saturday event, which just got old after a while. Yeah, like like now and then, you know, because I live nearby to Evolution, you, know, you could like hear um, sirens on Saturday, Saturday night around two thirty in the morning. You're know, like, oh yeah, we got to Evolution, but but it, but it was never nothing serious. Like you said, there there weren't shootings at your, at your place, like like at other places. In and around Columbus, like I felt safer at Evolution than I did anywhere else. So I felt like that was something that like I'd never walked in there. Thinking like, oh fuck, I'm <laughs> like, like I'm feeling in jeopardy. So I, I felt like you, you really did a good job. Like you know, like security patting me down, touching my nuts, fine. But you know, like, 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 like what do we? So like, like, I, I feel like anyone that might come and say like that, I don't think I've ever actually heard anyone say, well, evolution wasn't safe. I don't know. I don't know if people ever said that to you after those kind of instances where maybe something happened, or maybe the place had to get moved out or something at the last minute. But like, I never felt that way, and I, I never heard anyone even say that. We used the uh, we used this thing called bear piss, bear mace. It was uh, the highest concentrated pepper spray you could possibly get, uh, and we used a lot of that. I mean, we did now. Everybody's like, oh, man, evolution's a hood bar, evolution's a trap bar, yeah, evolution this, evolution that. You know, if you weren't looking for a problem, you were never going to be in a problem anyways. You were never going to have a situation if you weren't looking for a problem. All our situations, we only had, the whole time we were open, we only had three incidents inside, three. So everything else was outside. It was always in a parking lot in the corner over towards the back, always. We sprayed so much pepper spray in that parking lot. It's no wonder it's not red. Like the parking lot is just like covered in pepper spray because we sprayed so much pepper spray. It was ridiculous. But, you know, it deterred a lot of people. You'd be surprised how many people got sprayed and they A, wouldn't come back. So we didn't have that problem no more. Or B, they'd come back and behave themselves. You know, a lot of people yeah. compare, you know, hey, Burns exists in, in evolution. But the funny part of that whole situation is, is that the people who went to Burnsies didn't act the same way they went when they went to evolution. They knew better. Hmm. Any, any Anything you want to say about that, too? Because for a while there, it seemed kind of like a back and forth, I don't know, war between the two places, like from an outsider looking at it. But I knew that you were, like, friends with uh, Paul and everything. So, like, uh, anything you want to say about that, like, when that, when that happened? When uh, Burns well, actually I, closed and it drops? I have no problem with any of the bars in Columbus, to be honest with you. I mean, everybody's trying to make money and everybody's trying to do this, that, and the other. I mean, once again, we can go back to that whole thing where people talk shit. They're always going to talk shit. It ain't going to matter what you're going to do. They're going to talk shit. Uh, once again, your your buddy, Justin Tinney, 
went to uh, to Burnsy's, and all of a sudden Burnsy was you know was hating on me. So I'm not quite sure what was said or wasn't said. I can really care less, to be honest with you. You know, sometimes you know a little local rivalry goes a long way, but you know, I wish everything for the best for mom and pops over there. They're over down at the Shakers now, which is actually if you go to my my YouTube channel. Shakers was actually the original name I was going to use for the bar. Uh, it became Evolution. Uh, so that's ironically kind of funny, too. Yeah, so a man in charge having to make the uh, tough decisions like that. Like, does, does, it, does it weigh heavily on you? Or, or do you chalk it up to, like, well, these people just don't understand business and that people are in this, you know, like, you know, everyone wants to make money kind of thing? Like, uh, like uh, what what is what is the mentality that you, that you have to have going into this because it, cause I assume like the average uh, shit talking like uh, it, it 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 might bother you to some extent but uh, you know would would anyone else be different if they were in your shoes like because that, that's kind of how I see it like uh, you have to make those decisions you you're the one that actually owns the place. Well, you know, you got to understand, once again, it comes down to money. But at the same time, there's there's good money and there's bad money. You know, there, there's fast money and there's normal money. And you have to put everything in perspective. You know, if I knew somebody was dealing drugs in the bar and I caught them, do you think I just overlooked it? Or did I take them to the bathroom and chuck their shit and beat the shit out of them and then walk them out the back door? Which one did you think I did? Well, I'm well, not. I might have seen you uh, put a guy in a chokehold before <laughs> when I was leaving in the parking lot. <laughs> That's just it. I mean, this is a I, this is a I, story. Work. I, was, I was I was leaving one night with with two girls. They were like, "Oh, we're never coming back here." But I'd never felt safer in my whole life. <laughs> I've seen you take a big guy, big muscle, tattooed, bound guy. You're like, you want to act like a hard ass, and you took him down. <laughs> but you know, as a mayor, did I ever cause you any problems when I came to Evolution? Like, did you ever have to kick me out or my friend out? <laughs> Do you remember? No, nah, I mean, that's just it. If you're not looking for a problem, you're not going to have a problem. That's that's the mentality I always looked at it. You know, if you don't give me a problem, you're not going to have a problem. But that's just it. Really? A lot of people, I mean, it's changed. I've been doing this for a long time. A lot of people don't understand, you know, I am actually 41 years old. I have been doing this since I was, like, 15. My mom owned a bar, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. And the mentality, you know, the mentality you have to have is I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck how you feel about me. I don't give a fuck how you want to view me. I don't give a fuck how this, and I don't give a fuck about that. What you do have to worry about in the sense of it all is basically how you act towards other people. Now there's plenty of people, uh, including on your Facebook and my Facebook and everybody else. I went through a whole Facebook cleaning too, by the way. I deleted a bunch of people. I'm like, man, if I don't have to tolerate this dumbass. But you take it, you know, you take it to a point where, like, you know, it, it, there's a certain female that's on your Facebook and on my Facebook, and she is just drama. If she dropped and busted her nail at Evolution, then the world was going to end. And everybody played into it. Oh, my God. I can't believe that happened. Evolution, you broke your nail? Oh, my God. Really? You know why you broke your nail? Because you got drunk. You fell on the fucking stage. You acted a fool. And then want to sit there and criticize me and my bar 
because you fucked up. That's completely different. That's that's why you have to say to yourself, I don't give a fuck. The person was drunk. I don't give a shit. You know, like my security staff, majority of my security staff have been there with me the whole time. A lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people in my security have been there the whole time. And a lot of people don't get that. Like, oh, Jay fires people. Yeah, I do fire people. If you don't do your job, you end up being drunk at work. You're trying to fuck bitches. I'll fire you. I'm lying. I'll fire you. <clears throat> but a lot of people talk shit about evolution because of something they did. They fucked up. So either A, they're trying to feel better about themselves or whatever it may be. But your attitude, my attitude towards it has to be, I don't give a fuck. If you're going to act like that, I'm sorry. You know, you're more welcome to come back until you cross that line. You cross that line and you do something stupid. You go after somebody else. You start a fight. You throw a bottle. Then we're going to have words. You know, a lot of people, you know, they watch that, uh, the movie Roadhouse. And a lot of people joke around about it, but actually that's really pretty much the way it is. If you're going to fuck up and you're going to take it somewhere else, well, I'm going to be in your face. So you can either go out the easy way or the hard way. Yeah. Because you're, you're not drinking when, you, when, you, uh, when you're at work. So, like, is, is this a problem? Like, uh, like, people show up to work drinking or want to drink or... Or like, like, how much of that have you had to deal with in the past four years as far as people that work for you? Oh, man, you have no idea. <laughs> Everybody, and, yeah. And the in one thing, cocaine. <laughs> yeah, well, we had this bartender who uh, tried out to be a bartender. She wanted to be a bartender, and she did great. She did phenomenally well. And then she started working full-time, and next thing you know, she's slobbering all over herself behind the bar, and you can't understand a word she's saying. And I pull her in the back and I'm talking to her. And I'm like, look, I can't even understand what the fuck you're saying. She's like, I, I, I. I'm like, look, I'm like, what do you want? I'm not on nothing. Yeah. I was like, you're on something. She's like, nah. I'm like, okay, look, you're, you're done for tonight. You need to come back and talk to me. And they, you know, you gotta be understanding. Everybody fucks up. So, you know, you kind of gotta be, you know, come talk to me tomorrow. You're either going to lie to me, and if you're going to lie to me, then I'm going to fire you. Automatically, you're done. Now, mind you, we do do drug screens as it is. So she passed her drug screen. So the next day she comes back, she's like, I didn't do nothing. I'm like, you do that again, we're done. You know? All right. Not even three days later, dude, she's in there. She is slobbering all herself. Nobody can understand her. She's Her clothes, she's trying to rip her clothes off. I'm like, you need to get the fuck out of here. She's like, what? I said, you're done. It's fucking done. I ain't. Well, then she's back in the office talking to me again. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, I'm like, what the fuck you want? She goes, I took some bad Molly. I'm like, you took some bad Molly? There's good Molly? Because I'm kind of confused right now. <laughs> so, I mean, in that life, in a bar life, you deal with that all the time. You deal with drugs, alcohol, you know, people abusing alcohol. You know, I tried. I can't count the many times that I have stopped customers from driving home. I got them a taxi on me, you know. I said, hey, look, you ain't driving, you know. There's no way you're driving. I stop people all the time, you know, or I cut them off. My bartenders would cut you off. Hey, look, you've had too much to drink. You're done. And they get irate and pissed off. I'm like, hey, look, it ain't worth it, buddy. Let me get you a water. Come over here and sit down and relax, you know. But drugs nowadays, you know, used to be coke and weed. Now it's heroin and 
meth and everything else, basalt. I had, you know, I had an employee on basalt. He was a great employee until that night. But, I mean, that's just it. You know, you do background checks. You check everybody out. You do the best you can. But it's going to happen. And they're going to badmouth you. You know, as soon as, as soon as it's all done and said, no matter who you fire, no matter what you do, Facebook is going to be all over Facebook. No matter what you say or what you do, it's going to be there. And you got to deal with it. Like I said, what attitude you have to have, I don't give a fuck. You know what? You have to have that attitude, unfortunately. It's not the way I want it. It's the way it has to be. Yeah, and another thing I wanted to get to was about uh, the local live, the uh, local rappers were uh, performing every Wednesday, and they uh, they maybe weren't drawing me a crowd that that like was was like huge or desired. And, uh, James Marshall was on the show, and he he already talked about it. But uh, in, in your opinion, to hear it from you, like uh, why was he? Uh, well, what was the problem with the local live and and and? Was it not taking it seriously, or was it just something you, you shelved to just have a, a regular uh, dance club night because that generate more money? Or, or what? To speak on local live, like because uh, uh, a lot of a lot of people I know would be interested to hear from you as to why that that was canceled. That whole idea was shelved essentially after time. Well, local live actually started on day one at Evolution. Uh, I love local artists. I always have. You know, I always look for local talent. And it was on Wednesday night, and everybody's like, oh, give us a Friday, give us a Friday, give us a Friday. But that really comes down to money, man. You're not going to make me the money I make. And everybody's always like, oh, man, I'll pack this place. You know how many times I heard that? So many times. The bottom line is, even on the show nights, like when we had Cassidy and or didn't have Cassidy, I should say. We had Juvenile. We had you know, Project Pat. We had a bunch of other people in there. Uh, Paul Wall. That didn't make us as much money as we did on a normal Friday and Saturday night. Now, I never did shows on Saturdays no matter what. That was always dance night no matter what. But I tried to push our shows on Fridays and the money wasn't there. Like, there is no local support here in Columbus, Ohio. Everybody's for themselves. And they don't take it seriously. Yeah. It's like these guys are rapping to get laid. You know, they send about pussy and money and hoes, but they're too busy worrying about pussy, money, and hoes to even have a career. <laughs> and again, like like it, it, anyone else, like uh, running a place, I, I just want people to like understand, just, you know, hear it from you just so they can understand, like, this is a business. If people aren't coming to this event, like, then – why would you continue to try to push something that's not making the money? Because at the end of the day, it is about money. You, you need the money to be able to literally stay open and keep the shit alive. Like, is that what's not what everyone's not getting as far as the evolution or any decisions that were made like that? Well, that's just it. The decisions that were made were to make money. You know, a show does not make me money. Marshall is a great promoter. He He does what he has to do and beyond that to be able to get the things done. But he's just one guy. You're packing, you're comparing an apple to an orange. Burnsy's on a good weekend may make three grand. Evolution on a Friday night will make 10. You know, Mm -hmm. on a local show at Burnsy's, they make two grand, three grand, and they're happy because that's what they do. They they did local shows, right? Cool. Well, they only have a capacity to do so much. We had 500 and some people 
in and out of evolution. Now, I always say average between 200 and 300 people on a Friday and Saturday night, but our sales are completely different than than Bernsey's ever was or anywhere else that matter in Columbus. Uh, For the first two years that we were open, we actually had the most bar sales in in Columbus. And that's a lot to be said for a West Side bar, you know, with 7,900 square feet and some guy who doesn't know what he's doing, I guess, because that's why I got told 100 times we're going to close. We're going to close down. We're going to close down. Ironically, we did close down when I decided we're going to close the doors. That's the difference. Yeah. And just because I'm a geek and, and uh, like I, I go to Las Vegas, uh, just talk about the uh, whole logo of Evolution. How how this really was like a really nice looking spot with and like a Vegas style nightclub, which which is completely different than any anywhere else on on the west side of Columbus, so to say. Like, did you how much input did you have into the whole remodeling and and making it, making it seem like like how it was? Well, my, you know, as I said, I've been doing this for a long time. I traveled. I worked for IBM for 15 years, and when I worked at IBM, I traveled all the way, all the way around the world, everywhere. But I also, at the same time, I'd always be off on the weekends, but I'd be stuck somewhere. So, for example, if I'm stuck in New York for over the weekend, well, I decided to to pick up a mixer and uh, do a road gig, basically. So I'd call ahead because I would know four weeks in advance, wherever I was going to be. So I'd call ahead and be like, hey, do you need a DJ? Hey, do you need a bartender? I'd call people, and, you know, sometimes it didn't work out too well. You know, I'd be, like, in a in a bar, and I'd be the only white guy. But, you know, hey, you know, who cares, right? It's a gig. And I would do that. Even though I didn't need the money, I, I did it. And that's where I became, you know, be able to do what I do. And my knowledge of bar industry and put that with the DJing and this, that, and the other. I mean, I play with the crowd once they hear, but yet keep it to a mellow pace where you didn't have all the fights inside and this, that, and the other. I became a really sought-out DJ. Um, Jason Skies, I think, said it best when he said, you know, you might not be the best DJ, and I don't think I'm the best DJ by any means, but I know how to program. I know how to make the people move. I know how to people to, to switch them throughout through the bar. You know, I, I take clicks of people and be like, okay, I'm sending the white nerdy guys to the bar right now because they ain't going to dance to this song. And I know that, but I got all the hype guys up on the stage and I'm going to send them to the bar next. How you play your songs and, and how you make money. And a lot of people don't understand that either. I, we made money at Evolution because I was good at DJing, but I was also good at managing. Yeah, yeah. this just reminded me of, of a story. Um, one night long ago, um, there were some people there. I don't know if it was a gang of people or or whatever, but you were trying to get them out of the uh, of the establishment. So did you play the uh, what was it the Macarena? <laughs> yep, the Macarena. <laughs> that was so awesome to me. It's like, well, I'll just go ahead and play this until you fuckers leave. <laughs> Ironically enough, like I said, it's it's all to do with the music. The DJ really does control the crowd. It really does uh, control the environment, per se. Um, I got criticized a lot for playing songs that were older, uh, not new enough, not this, not that. But the bottom line is that people were requesting songs that I was actually playing, but I was mixing other songs in to backdraft those songs. So a lot of people were like, ah, da, da, da. 
But then he'd be amazed at the end of the night when I went all old school hip hop and all everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's just the way it is. I mean, you're not going to be able to please everybody, but you want to make sure you please the numbers. So if I'm not going to please one person, but I please 10, those 10 people are going to tell 10 other people, so forth and so on. You know, the butterfly effect. Mm -hmm. You know, evolution became something that built itself, I guess, in a sense of it all, because basically I started out with flyers. You know, I literally was guerrilla marketing on Hall Road and Norton Road, yeah. going down through, you know, going down through the cars and passing yeah. out flyers that were printed at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At home. I got them. I got them just like I got the other <laughs> stuff. I, I get flyers, like professional stuff. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mean for this to be all, you know, like talking about this kind of stuff. So just real quick before they uh, take us off the air, uh, like uh, what, what are some of your like, like memories you're you're walking away with what are some <laughs> that you really enjoyed and loved from uh, evolution and, and the whole experience if you, if you could really ever just take a step back and you know away from yourself and the man you are like did you have nights there when you were just like ah this this is really fun <laughs> like like do you have any memories like that i remember the day i turned on the lights for the first time at Evolution, like I had busted my ass. Uh, we took six months to open up. We redid the whole place, as you know. I mean, city limits was pretty much like a yeah. woodchuck threw up all over the place. There was wood everywhere, right. and <laughs> we painted everything. We we tore things apart. We put a new floor in. We put a new stage in. We put all new lights up, new sound system, new speakers, new everything. And I remember turning on the fog machine and sitting on the couch. And just chilling for a second, just just waiting. And I went over and, and flipped the three lights, the switches for the lights, and sat back down and just took it in. Like to me, that was an awesome moment. Uh, Mark, DJ Delatin was there. Tony, there's a bunch of people who were there, and we just sat back and watched. And like, wow, we finally did it. To me, like I said, being a DJ, DJ in his own club uh, wasn't originally the plan. The plan was for somebody else to DJ and for me to manage. But throughout the DJ world, I didn't agree with the way they DJed, I guess, is what it comes down to. A lot of people will say, oh, Jay's hard to work for. Well, Jay has a vision. If you, if you don't fit into Jay's vision, then you're not part of Jay's team. That's pretty much what it comes down to. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, this is the way this is and this is the way that is. And no, it's not. You don't reinvent the wheel. The wheel works. Don't fuck with the wheel. You make money and you do it the right way. And you're going to make money. And we did. We, I mean, I ain't going to sit here and lie to you. I made a lot of money, you know, and I'm happy. I live happily. And now I have a choice to make where I'm going to do next. You know, what am I going to do next? You know, I've been brushing up on my illustrators, you know, skills and paintbrush and this, that, and the other, as you already know. Uh, I actually went to school originally to be a graphic artist, but ended up being a DJ and a nerd. <laughs> but, you know, what to do next? What's Jay going to do next? I guarantee whatever Jay does next, everybody will be there. But when I came back to Columbus the first time to open Evolution, it wasn't that way. You know, that says a lot for me. A lot of people have a lot of respect for me and a lot of people hate me. Sorry, that's just the way it is. That's life. But I remember that moment I turned those lights on for the first time. There's nothing like that, man. I mean, 
seeing 200 of your closest friends on a Friday and Saturday night, you know, making them dance, making them have fun, enjoying the nightlife. That's, that's fun. What's not fun is the, the hoodery, the thuggery where, you know, the guy's like, Oh man, fuck you. The fuck that. Fuck this. Fuck you. That's some bullshit. And it gets tiring. It gets boring. It gets stressful. And at 41 years old, I stepped back and I had to step back. Like I had to, I had to leave. I had to let evolution go. I had to let it go for me to be free, for me to to relax and, and be myself again, because I was becoming very irritated with people. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, well, damn, we probably got like 30 seconds. Uh, uh, any other night in particular stick out to you like from like the past like year that uh, we're – there at evolution just like i loved every night man that's just it like there wasn't really one night that i could say hey every night was a challenge every night was something that i would have to adjust to and do you know i have a lot of friends a lot of good friends uh 